In the holy name of Jesus. This is so great, it is so amazing, so clear, so precise, and so early in the church year. This is the church that makes Jesus happy. This is precisely the church that Jesus wants. It is constituted by his presence and our gratitude. Maybe that seems like a presumptuous thing to say so early in the church year. Here at the very, very start of Jesus' ministry, that we know precisely the church that Jesus wants. We have precisely the church that makes Jesus happy. As if every last brick, linen, hinge, shingle had already been picked out, as if every program had been established, as if every denomination and congregation and location was predestined. But as you can see from the gospel for today, there is none of that yet. No programs, no denominations or locations, no bricks or linens or hinges or shingles in this story at all. And so Jesus must mean something very, very different when Jesus says church. At least in verse 51, there is a ladder. And that becomes very important, so we start there. A ladder. Any ladder goes from here to there. There is something at the top, there is something at the bottom, and most important is the movement, that journey, that motion, the walk, the pilgrimage, the maturity, the growing up, the doing more and doing better, the ride from a very bad and broken place to a glorious and wonderful place. And that, you see, that is the church. That has always been the church. The church has always been the way from here to there. Now, for all of you, ladders are nothing new. Way back in Genesis 28, we saw Jacob's ladder. Jacob had a dream. He dreamed of a ladder stretched between heaven and earth. On that ladder was the Lord himself going up and going down, accompanied by angels. And the Lord said to Jacob, I am here to give you a land, to bless you with kids and grandkids and great-grandkids, and as they go out, as they move throughout the earth, your kids will be a blessing to everyone in the world. Of course, from Christmas and from the genealogy, we know that the most important of those great-great-grand-grandkids was Jesus himself. And over the past few weeks, we have learned how much Jesus' presence means. We have seen Jesus born in a manger, Jesus worshipped by wise men, and last week, Jesus baptized with sinners in the Jordan River. While that didn't seem quite right to the shepherds and to the wise men, and especially to John the baptizer, that God was in the manger or that God was in the water with sinners, we know why that is important. Jesus didn't just come from Nazareth. Jesus came down from heaven, and Jesus came to be one of us. Jesus joins us. Jesus touches us. Jesus absorbs our ills. Jesus carries away our sins. Jesus takes away our judgment, and someday Jesus moves us back to paradise. The new thing, 
The important thing this morning is that Jesus himself is the ladder. Jesus is the move. Jesus is the motion. Jesus is the journey, the pilgrimage. Jesus is the walk. Jesus, if you will, is the maturity and the growing up. Jesus is the doing good and doing better. Jesus is the ride from a very bad and broken place to a wonderful place. All of that for you and for me. Why else do you think that the church is called the body of Christ? What else does it mean to say that Jesus is the Messiah? This has always been the church. Jesus' presence plus our gratitude. That is the church that makes Jesus happy. That is the church that Jesus wants. And so today in the gospel, Jesus says to Philip, follow me. And Philip says to Nathaniel, you should see this. And Jesus says to Philip and Nathaniel, stick with me and you will see the heavens open. You will see the heavens remarkably filled with angels and archangels. You will see everything. And so Jesus promises them this move from the world they know to the wonderful world of heaven. It's true for us now. If you want your sins forgiven, if you want angels by your side, if you want to see the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob face to face, if you want to live forever and ever in beauty and love and light and joy at the eternal Eucharist, then Jesus is your guy, not just from Nazareth, but Jesus dropped down from heaven. Now, a blessing like that normally stirs gratitude. You can see it in the gratitude of Philip and Nathaniel as they make their move, as they journey as disciples. They're thankful for the gift that Jesus is. They're thankful that he's invited them close, that he will teach them, that he will move them, that he will use them. And so they do. They mature. They grow up. They do better. They do good. Philip, as a missionary to Greece and Syria, Nathaniel as a missionary to India and Armenia. So they saw him and they loved him and they lived for him and they were grateful even though it killed them. That's the rest of the story. They both died as martyrs. Philip crucified upside down, Nathaniel skinned alive. You might find that it becomes that for you as well. My guess is that even though you might right now be grateful for Christmas and all the gifts that came, especially the baby Jesus of the Blessed Virgin Mother in the water of baptism and in the Holy Eucharist, you may be grateful now, but things ebb and flow. And over the course of this church year, I suspect that your life will get more difficult at times especially as we engage the disciplines of prayer, of fasting, of tithing, of giving alms, of being merciful and giving a good witness. It always happens, and it is sure to happen as Lent comes. Henry Nouwen once wrote that it's easy to be grateful for good things, but to be grateful for everything, to be grateful for bad as well as good, sorrow as well as joy, to be grateful for failure as well as success, 
for rejections as well as rewards. That is the hard spiritual work of the church. And that is what Jesus invites us into this morning. It is our work because, like Philip and Nathaniel, we are church. Over these past few weeks, especially at Christmas, we have been drawn into the love and light of Christ incarnate. We have been put in motion, and we have been invited to maturity. And we know the end game, too. We have seen the heavens open, and they stay open. We have access through Jesus Christ the ladder, come down not just from Nazareth, but also from heaven. Jesus Christ of whom the angels sang. And so now we've been drawn into a season and a half of rejoicing and receiving and blessing the one whom the angels accompany up and down, earth to heaven and heaven to earth. And Jesus himself is here again this morning for all of you, touching you in word and water and name and bread and wine and body and blood. His presence here, stirring gratitude, but also giving strength for the days ahead, making us the church that Jesus wants, the church that makes Jesus happy. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. <laughs>